to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu, tell, is that you? Pull out and leave, what's up? This is episode 163 of Mike Check Waifu, Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com and use that offer code waifu to save on your entire car. Shout out to Lou Complex. They have a huge, huge 50% off classic design sale right now. 50% classic. Now, you can't use the code waifu to save even more on top of that, but, but, they are also launching the new Succubus website live. So check them out, lucomplex.com. Use the offer code waifu on the new stuff and hit up that 50% sell. So check that out. Make sure y'all check that out for show. Yeah. Um, it's also brought to you by our Patreon producers. Shout out to AB and Brown Drake, the GOAT G, Johnny from Anime Lyrical Podcast, K the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, explicitly Monique Williams and Nachi. Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, my check waifu waifu is the anime podcast is brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. CST. Um, cover seasonal anime, anime topics, and many, many other things. I'm joined by my brother as usual, King Teliano. King Teliano, how you feeling, bro? Man, it's been a good week for me. Uh, chilling. I ain't had to drive that much. Mm. I don't know if y'all know this. I hate driving. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if I ever become rich, like like beyond my wildest dreams, I'm getting a driver. Ooh. I'm telling you now. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna be like, I'm on my eighth kid now. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, look, this 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 two month old ain't trying to go to sleep. Drop him around the corner. We're gonna get in the car, driver, drop, drop him around the corner till they go to sleep. I read back. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, nah, but I do hate driving. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's been a good you? week, though. How I'm you feeling, Polo? I'm feeling pretty good too, man. Great week for me too. Uh, I did a thing. I came back to streaming again because I've, I've I've been off for a while. Yes. And boy, has it been crazy. I mean, mm. I'm talking. I had 2,500 views on my chat at one point. We uh we crushed old averages. Uh crazy amount of subs crazy amount of love in the return so i want to say thank you everybody that's that's on a t- twitch stream that's finding a podcast and listening to the podcast via the twitch stream and then the vice versa people that's finding the, the twitch streams because of the podcast thank y'all so much for supporting me i appreciate y'all it means a lot. i would also like to say i'm happy polo streamed <laughs> um dog four days in a row yeah, I wasn't able to be there for every single stream, but I, I hosted one of them. You know, I ain't, I ain't got, I ain't got the polo followers and subscribers and nothing <laughs> like that. But I'm a host every time. I, every time I even get to see, it, I'm, a, I'm a host because that's all I can do. I'm gonna do the best I can and support my brother. I appreciate but that. To see him streaming again, I remember and I always. I, I know Polo probably be getting tired of me saying this. I, I yeah. remember when he was streaming. What was it? It was probably Blade and Soul or something else. Oof, yeah, 2015. And, and 
<laughs> he had the, they was in there going hard on like Magikarps or something in his stream. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It, I, I don't know, bro. I understand. You know, I'm it's always happy to see the growth. Good time, man. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I've been I've been doing streaming for a very long time. There was so many times where I was extremely successful doing it, and I would just stop. I don't know what it was. I don't know what made me stop, but it was always burnout. well. One, yeah, maybe burnout, but maybe burnout for for the recent stop. But before that, it was just like life. You know what I'm saying? Like it was the T-Mobile incident that I had that sent me down that depression. It was you know my roommate basically not paying our goddamn rent and us getting kicked out of that house. Me trying to find somewhere to live. That kind of situation fucked everything yeah, up. Good. Yeah, it was, it was it. It was some. It was some tough spots that 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 prevented me from getting to where I probably should have been by now. Like since 2015. Like I, you know, what I'm saying that's a long time. <laughs> right. Also, oh, go ahead, bro. I was just about to say some would say I'm a vet at, at the streaming shit, but I would never. I would never try to, you know, claim that. You definitely a vet. I'm, you ain't gotta say. It. We'll say it for you. But you know, for us to both have had uh bad roommates in the past listen why do we we ain't never been roommates <laughs> i know it's crazy not once polo, polo and i had bad experiences with roommates and we ain't never been roommates we probably would have been chill we'd have been set it wouldn't been no problem we, we would have been you things would have been clean yeah yeah <laughs> Things would have been paid on time. On time, man. You probably would have been on auto pay. Probably wouldn't even know. Like, oh, look like the bills came out. Yep. Yep. You, <laughs> okay. You, you would have took my half of the rent and went to Vegas and lost it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't even like Vegas. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I don't even man. really want to go. <laughs> I had, listen, my, my roommate, I'm going to tell y'all this story because why the fuck not? This is an anime podcast. I probably look into that. But my roommate back then, this is a long time ago, he took the money I would give him. He went on vacation like he was unemployed at the time. He got fired from because we worked for the same like corporation under like T-Mobile. It was an authorized deal or whatever. We worked under the same company. He got fired and he was just he was never working. So I was I was always going. He was always home. I've come home. You know, what I'm saying he would all be up in his room and his, he got a fucking he had a crazy ass game room, too. By the way, it was insane. But he would I would pay rent every month on time like. I would give him the cash Which is probably my mistake I should have just Fucking wrote out A money order And delivered it To the damn office myself So they could Now If I know what I know now I was young back then I was like 23 Or whatever it was But I would give him the money And And that would I would think we would be good One day I'm off of work A fucking you Like a A, a, a sheriff Come knocking on the door He's like Yeah Alright y'all Y'all gotta get out I'm like, wait, what? Now, mind yeah. you, I had no idea the rent was backed up. I had no idea we missed anything because he was home all the time. So every time we got like a notice or anything, he would just take it. And you know what I'm saying? He, he would go to his room with it or whatever the fuck he would do with it. I don't know. Hey, eat it. I don't give a fuck. But Demon. he had he had the notices. So it just it literally sprung up on me with zero warning. No yeah, idea. Well, he wasn't even there. No, he was there. He was there. I'm like, yo, why is he why is he here saying we are evicted? He was like, oh man, something happened, man. Something crazy happened. And I and I like after a while, I put two and two together. I'm like, you just came back from Vegas, so is that what happened? <laughs> and he ain't say nothing. We just, I literally had to scramble that day, get a truck, and put all my shit in the truck. I I, I think I. I think I took my shit to uh, Money's house back then. I just took all my stuff to his house and then was like out of the car for a while and I had to go live somewhere I didn't want to be. You know, the, uh, 
not, not even like to, to bring it up, but you know, those sheriffs, they can be real dicks about it, but I'm happy they at least let you get a truck or something because yeah. they ain't have to let you do that. Because I talked to him, I'm like, the roommate being that, being that bad. Come on, man. I talked to him, I'm like, listen, man, I didn't even know this was a thing that was happening. Let me just go grab this truck. It was right down the street, luckily. Uh, it was in uh, North Olmstead. I'll never forget it, man. It was fucked up. It was the most fucked up time of my life, bro. It was crazy. But yeah, I mean, never again. Never again. We here. We here. This is an anime podcast, I promise. Tell, watch a lot of anime this week. Um, even though I was streaming for most of the week, I did get some anime in, obviously. I do. Hey. I, I am going to say this is probably the hardest week for me choosing episode of the week. And the reason being is because um, n- not all of them were equally good, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. There was just a lot of most improved, I should say. Call, yeah. it, call it a night not being one of them. But. This bro, Gator, <laughs> I swear to God. I will say, I will say this again, again. We, we'll talk about this a little later, but I think Engaged Kissed had the most engaging, uh, pun intended, I guess, engaging episode for me because we dug so deep into the main character's backstory. Mm-hmm. We got so much more understanding of what the fuck is actually going on between him and the, and the demon and and the girl that was there it was after after understanding what he's going through this story is a lot more brilliant than i thought so i'm gonna give my episode of the week even though there were episodes better than this show still this week i'm going to give the episode of the week this week to engage kids because i feel like the improvement that if at this show just within this episode which was episode four I think was significant enough to earn episode of the week. Even though, again, it wasn't better than a lot of other shows that I watched this week. I will say that, but it will, so, it was, it's like most improved of the week. It was impressive. Yes. Yes. Right. Very impressive. He, obviously we can say summertime rendering episode of the week quality. Understand. Uh, yeah. Made in the best, just the mm. lore and understanding everything we get every week. Obviously episode of the week quality. <sighs> What I gotta give my episode of the week to though, and hear me out, hear me out. Always. I was gonna choose <laughs> between um, Call of the Night, because when I, I watched Call of the Night before I watched this other one, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's probably my episode of the week. But then it was Classroom of the Elite. Mm. I like Classroom of the Elite had a good episode this week. That was a great episode. Uh, I actually enjoyed it um, for the first time since episode one of season one. I um, fucking love Ayana Koji just shitting on everybody. It's so weird. But that one thing he said when it was like when she said she said something about uh, you just think you're that much better than us. He was like, I don't even have the time to explain to you how much better than you I am. Yeah. I was like, yep. I fucks with that. Uh, He's a good. I, it's not even about anything. It's about the, it's about the confidence. But it wasn't even like he was confident in saying it. it was like he just knew. Because, <laughs> and the thing is, is you believe it. One hundred percent. He said, "I'm gonna set up the frameworks, let y'all know that I'm better than y'all. I'm just not gonna tell you I'm better than y'all. I gotta show you. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a whole display, a demonstration, if you will." He is an unbelievable character. He's an unbelievable character. What's so sad about Classroom of the Elite is, again, I get why people don't like it because he's just the only thing about it. That's and that's maybe that's why I like it so much is because the fact that he's putting this entire show on his back um and it's like not even like 
not even for a lack of trying. Like these people are trying to make you care about these other characters, but nobody actually gives a fuck about anybody else in classroom the elite, right? So like it's 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 either it's an either or kind of thing. You either like the fact that it's I and Koji alone, or you hate the fact that it's I and Koji alone because you want more. You know? Right. Um but we're not there. Um Yeah. I don't I don't know I don't understand why again, call her tonight sounds pretty. It looks pretty. But there's nothing there, man. There's nothing there. It's boring as shit. It's boring as fuck, bro. It's so boring. It's such. Listen, from as somebody who watched so many love stories, I've watched so many fucking slice of life love stories. This is bottom of the barrel trash. And you know what? That's what we're gonna talk about today. Today we're gonna give you our top three of the summer season and our bottom three of the summer season. And I think that's that's gonna be a lot of fun. Bet. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So. Before we get into that, we're going to spoil in the second half of the show. We're going to spoil Summertime Rendering, Overlord 4, which is also episode of the week, quality kind of shit, too. And um, which where do you want to go from there? Uh, do you want to go straight into that, what you was talking about, the, the top three versus the bottom three of the season? No, no, I'm talking about as far as a spoiler talk. Oh. Uh, For the third one. We can probably do... Hold on, what, what did you say? You said Overlord, Summertime Rendering. Mm-hmm. We can kind of, if you want to, we can kind of, well, you want to talk about Rent a Girlfriend? Okay. We should, yeah, we can. We can do that. that was a pretty eventful episode, kind of eventful, not, not fully eventful. Yeah, it wasn't fully eventful, but very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's do that. Yeah, okay. Rent a Girlfriend for the second half of the show. All right. Next up. What do you do? What's that topic you wanted to talk about? Let's get into that real quick. <laughs> so I had a little bit of a uh, issue with the episode this week. One of the anime I, I had been watching, and I know Polo. I think Polo dropped it already. What? The the harem in the labyrinth. Absolutely uh, not. No, no. Okay, all right. We watched this week's episode. Then I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. All right, bet. because I have a very specific issue. With what's going on, right? So mm-hmm. this whole time we watched this anime, we knew that our main character, a little horny, a little perverted, he has his perversions. We obviously know what's going on with dude. I was thinking that as he gets to the point where he finally acquires, you know, the slave girl, and I'm thinking like, I hope he goes the route of like almost like now for me, where he frees the slave and and shows her love and and cultivates a relationship with her yep. that gives us like you know even if it gets intimate I want it to be better but it almost gave me I I wanted him to be better he just wasn't when it got to the point in this episode and this is a spoiler alert our main character has sex with his slave girl right Um, and for me it was just it it was an instant drop guaranteed Mm -hmm. drop couldn't couldn't do it no more because I wanted him to be a better character he he is literally not shit Mm -hmm. um and Polo gave, he said that he was willing to drop this one. I, I think like the second episode in, I think we were in, and he was like, I'm not feeling this. And I almost regret getting this far in his anime. Cause this this whole episode I sat through, I feel like I gritted my teeth watching through it, bro. No. Like mm. it, and it, it almost gave me like redo of a healer, but nicer vibes. Like, okay, clearly the guy is is nicer in how he's doing the things, but it's still very much so manipulation. And I guess in my mind, I can't mess with that kind of manipulation, you know? Well, I don't know about that. 
and let me let me play devil's advocate to something me and Tell virtually agree on here. Okay, let's do it. I was good. I did want to drop it because episode two because I didn't like the way the writing was done. It it took us to the future and show kind of spoilers of his what his party is probably going to eventually end up looking like. Um, and within the show, and I thought that was real mad corny, mad corny. You just showed us too much. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of terrible storytelling, but. When I continued through episode three and, and saw him working so hard and the way he like navigated trying to earn the money in order to buy the slave girl, I thought that was really cool to see. When he got yeah. the slave girl, like yes. episode four was when he was doing all the assassinating, yes. killing yeah. the bandits and shit. That was it was cool as fuck to see. But I will say, as soon as he bought her and he was doing his perversion shit, like that, he was being weird about it. He was, and again. Just, I'm mostly playing devil's advocate here because I, I I very much agree with Tell. He was still being very respectful. He's like, okay, she's not pushing back, so maybe yeah, it's okay. He did ask for like consent and stuff. Yes, so he it, it redo of the healer was a little hyperbolic on Tell's part. I will say that. Yeah, but, I'm not saying it was exactly like <laughs> yeah, that. I, know, I said he I gave me that vibe, and that's why I wanted to to clarify. He was being hyperbolic when he said that. It's not that bad, but <laughs> it did it did it again. I still agree with him because it makes you feel uncomfortable as someone, as people who don't need to or, you know, do any of that shit. Like, we, I definitely felt uncomfortable. I'm like, ah, just stop, man. Just quit. It's, you don't, it's not necessary. Just get to know her, you know, fucking party with her. Do some, do some normal shit. And it did. At least normal for an Izakai. Yes, yes. <laughs> it truly, it truly does make you feel uncomfortable because of the situation. She's a slave. Basically, her first night there, it turns into this weird fantasy um, fulfillment episode, which it didn't sit right with me either. I would agree. Am I gonna drop it yet? No. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it more time. I'm gonna give it I'm more a- time only because I, I I love what they did with his like episode four episode. Episode three, three and four, yeah, three and four. Those mm-hmm. is the two best episodes so far. Yep, and his way of his way of moving around is still very interesting. Like I'm, I'm very intrigued to see where that where this goes. And 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 in fact, again, when shows set up the world rules, I like it. I like I like that a lot. It's yeah, very important like he almost me. got in trouble for killing the bandits and stuff like that. Yes. He could have got for killing the bandits. Exactly. Now, right. the the one of the issues I have with this specifically is like we got black summoner this season man and that's where i was going to go to next <laughs> we got black summoners unbelievable, this season, right? unbelievable show <laughs> it was it's it's almost like a complete 360 almost and i'm not saying like we can really we, we can compare these two for sure yeah 100 percent. it's almost but, like apples to apples to be honest yeah our characters I can't even. I can't. I can't even. I don't one, even feel right comparing them. One is one is one is Mercury. The other is Pluto. It's exactly. It's, it's right. They're the same exact kind of show, but again, very different in the, in the sense of it being the same kind of show. Because I mean, you look at it. They're isekais. They're very much in in the realm of of harem quality, right? Like Kelvin is right. obviously accumulating a. a, a a specific set of people who are becoming, you know, kind of harumous, but he's very respectable kid, right. very very likable character, un- right. unbelievable writing, world building, and rules. Crazy crazy show. Black Summoner is definitely well well more worth it than any other isekai we're watching this season outside of like Overlord. 
or pharmacy. What? Well, oh yeah, I'm tripping. I keep, <laughs> I, see, that's the thing. My mind keeps forgetting that's the isekai because it's just so fucking. It's just naturally right, right. great, you know. But yeah, but like like yeah, like Polo was saying, Black Summoner. It, it's like a hit, kind of. It's like it's it's on to something, but it's like the the we we look at. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of a spoiler, but we yeah. see kind of like what happens going into this this let's say this dungeon, and and we see the character there. And we're like, okay, we know that's about to be one of his yep, yep, his yep. people. Yep, yep, yep. But it's just like, man, the way they lead into it. Our yes. main character ain't like some horny pervert. Right. It's, it's it's dope. It's it feels smooth and it it's just it's good like he said the world building is nice clean the characters are nice um i love how they even like uh like because our main character obviously like when they did the thing he uh he cut off clotho a little piece clotho gave a little piece of the the slime put it on the girl's shoulder so she could be in the network of communication Mm -hmm. i'm like that's another dope little concept to, to just see how these different powers and things build off of each other and we got a lot of izakai this season wow. and some of them are good and, and all of them not aren't good you know all of them aren't hitting but black summoner is one that i'm 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 sold on so far bro 100 percent, 100 percent. it's what's funny is that you got the harem uh harem labyrinth of another world or whatever and this and black summoner almost the exact same thing main character gets a slave very two different ways they they go about <laughs> handling the situation because yeah. he he's more now Fumi trying to essentially free him you know and the other guy is like yo oh treat him with respect yep treat him with and respect I'm and everything not, it's, it's crazy like I said not even trying to say like he he's truly doing something disrespectful right right because he's Cause not yeah. it's not necessarily disrespectful he is kind but it's also like. Obviously, he's taking advantage of the fact that he has a slave, and I, I just something in my mind don't don't yes, click right with that. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It just it don't click right in my mind with that. And I'm just like, yeah, that ain't cool. But yeah, Black Summoner, they doing it right. They doing it right. Watch that one for sure. And I'm gonna let Polo uh, watch the next episode of Harem and the Labyrinth, and if he tell me it's good, I'm gonna tune back in. But as of yeah, right I'll now, it's just dropped. I'll let you know. I'll let you know for sure. Um, man. Again, this is another time where I look at my Annie list list, right? And I just see my Isika life. Forget I watched it. Um, very forgettable episode, even though it was a good episode. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Um a lot of good stuff. Let's uh slide into uh what our top three of this season is and what our bottom three is. I got a feeling ours is gonna be completely different. Maybe not completely different, but one, uh, so probably really not doing stuff we already watched from previous season, right? Correct. Summertime right. rendering don't count. Um, I'll go first. Are we counting re- like are we counting season two, season four, stuff like that? Yeah, it, it, we can do all that. We can do, but just do top three first, right? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to start the negatives first? It's up to you. Let's do, let's do negatives first. Let's do top, that. Bottom three. Bottom three. Bottom three for me goes. Um, man, this is tough because uh, I, I like these, but. I'm going to start with uh, number three. So from least worst to worst, worst. Um, when will uh, Yumi make his move? You said when will who make his move? Ayumi make his move. It's, All right. When will, when will it, Ayumi make his move? It's a slice of life where it's kind of... Um, 
just boring. Least worst for me. <sighs> A lot of good Sheesh. ones, man. It is. It's. It's. I feel like it's definitely more good ones than there are bad ones. But I agree. Least worst for me, I'm probably gonna put Engage Kiss. And I'm only going to say that because I, I didn't watch the latest episode like you did. Oh, I shit. watched the okay. previous episode, but I didn't watch the latest episode. So I'm, I'm going to go with Engage Kiss for my least worst. That'll change your mind, I think. Okay. Um, second, second least worst is Uncle from Another World. Did you did you catch up on a couple episodes? Hell no. Okay. You ain't see the team, the, not the, the, the Attack on Titan? Definitely not. Episode okay. Uh, you know I really, you know I really <laughs> wouldn't care if it got an ALT in it. <laughs> uh, AL, it had ALT, ALT you know, it got it got a bunch of references. But go ahead, bro. Yeah, ALT reference, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give uh, a fuck. <laughs> let's see. My next one is Shine On Bakamatsu Bad Boys. Mm, I forgot you watched that one. It's it's actually not that bad. It's just super shoneny. Mm. Super, super shonen-y And it gets a little irritating I ain't gonna lie to you It gets a little irritating With all the extra shonen stuff <laughs> And then for me The uh, the maid I recently hired Was Mysterious Again, it's a cute show But it's just It's the worst It's probably the worst Worst one for me this season And uh, Mine is probably gonna be The one I just talked about dropping Harold <laughs> yeah. in the Labyrinth of Another World Not even gonna not, We're not even gonna go Hold on to it That's my my worst worst For the season so far Copy that Top three This is fucking tough Cause all of these are great Uh I, I don't even have no concerns About what I'm putting I already know what it is Uh From worst From worst top three To number one obviously So for number three for me I'm gonna go with Overlord. Four. <clears throat> you be going with <laughs> you going with Overlord for for the worst of your top three. Uh, again, worst is very it's a very weird term to use in that type because it's top three. Uh, let me look at let me look at let me look at this. Uh, my worst. I am going to go with uh. Licurious recoil, and again, worse is not the right word to use. It's number three of our top three. Number three of our top three, yeah. So let's, uh, let's the, make sure we clarify that because worse means bad, and none, none of this is bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, uh, a Yakuza guy to babysitting. Yes, yes. Okay, I, I I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. My number two is going to be Overlord. Good one, good one, good one. And my number one is obviously a, a parallel world pharmacy. I got to keep it real. I got to keep it. I, oh, we in Houston. Let me chill. I got to keep it trill. I think I forgot what I chose for my number two. <laughs> oh, Overlord. Overlord four. I, was, I was a little surprised. I, I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine, my number one for this season is made, made of this. this. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. I not, knew even, it. It's not even gonna hold you. It's, it's just everything that happened in this episode, I was like, it was so yep. 
It, okay. it all makes sense. It all is like a culmination of things we've been preparing for. And I just, I feel escalations. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Parallel, parallel. It's it's a top tier one this season. And the, and the reason being is because like you look at it, right? You got great ones going on right now. Classroom of the Elite, like Vermel and Gold. Like Vermel and Gold is so, it's so underrated right now. I really want people to understand Vermel and Gold. Yes, it looks very cheesy but it's not vermil and gold is worth every last minute i've ever put into the show and i put a lot of minutes into the show because i watch the outro every single fucking time because the outro is a banger um but it's been good rent a girlfriend's been good mm-hmm. very very good all agreeable my devil is a part-timer fucking great episode this week man yep devil very, is a part-timer is also a very good episode this week very great episode but like they're they're in the upper echelons of the lit of the list and then the bottom ones are still like decent bottom ones you know what i'm saying like mm. all except for uh like even caller tonight doesn't deserve to be in my bottom three um, it's because again it's it's very beautiful it sounds amazing i can always look at it even if I'm falling asleep, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> even if every episode is wallpaper worthy, it's very wallpaper worthy. Oh my god, when it was in the bed, bro, all three of them, I was like, the the fucking rain effects. It was sick. It's, it's beautiful. It, it reminds me of a uh, the way I thought. Uh, what's that? World Trigger, I think the game was called on DS. Yeah. yeah, that's the way I. Felt like World Trigger looked on DS, even though I know it looked like shit compared to this. Yeah. But it's just, it just gave me that feeling. It's, it, it's pretty good. We go talk about that feeling. I think high key, some of those scenes could have been like the lo-fi girl, just replace the lo-fi girl. Just <laughs> had that, that rainwater yeah. trickling nonstop. Yeah, it's fire. It's fire. Yeah. It's fire. But again, I, I agree. Sometimes you get a lot of the visual presence, this the auditory presence. So it's a really good show in those regards. And then sometimes the story is just like it doesn't feel like it's really going anywhere. It's a it's a love it's a, it's a love story I see coming throughout all. Like I said, throughout my thousands and thousands of hours of love stories I've watched, it's a love story I see coming. Um, very cliche. Very very cliche. You're supposed to see it coming. Nah, nah. Kind of fall in love with <laughs> No, I got I got shit like Vermel and Gold that actually surprises me. I got shit like oh, Rena Girl, Rena Girlfriend that actually surprises me. I got a couple of cuckoos from last season that's carrying over into this season that's actually surprising me. Like there's love stories in there that that you can do the typical love story trope with, still with a really dope spin on it. My team so you, comedy snafu. What was the name of that? What was the name of that anime with? Zero two. You think that's a better Darling love and story, Darling and Franks? Yeah, Dar- Darling and Franks. Yeah, that's Absolutely. a better love story. No, it's, it's no. <laughs> I always laugh at that because I I don't I don't actually recall one hundred percent, but if I recall properly, I didn't think Polo really liked that that one no. too much. Mm-mm. I like Zero Two as a as a character way better than I like. Nah, I'm not the rest say of that. the cast. Yeah, anybody in in. Yeah, Darling in the Franks, that's for damn sure. But no, that story was trash. I watched it all though. Just like I'm gonna watch Caller Night. And again, I don't think Caller Night is trash in any sense. It's just not that good. Um shit, my fucking how could I even forget this? My stepmom's daughter is my ex. For brilliant love story. Even though it's not even really a love story, it's about Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. So um I did want to talk about something real quick though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I forget who gave us a recommendation, but I think it was TCB uh, NYC. TCB NYC. 
Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Mm. Bruh. Tell watch the first two episodes, y'all. Bruh. I, the reason I'm, I'm gonna be real because I was I was gonna watch all of the episodes all the way through. I was like, let me let me stop right here. But I, I watched the first two episodes when I got to that second episode. And they started talking like the mom and stuff. I stopped and was like, no, nah, I gotta have Monique watch this with me. She would because love I'm like this shit. Not only is it like actually kind of like funny, it's it's good. It's like it's it's just good. Like I like the characters already going into the front door. I'm like these characters. I like these characters. <laughs> I'm like these characters. If by episode four they're gonna be my dudes, right? But then they get to that 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 scene where they start talking about the mom, and then the girl like he tell her like, look, your mom is fighting hard. She's doing everything she can to get back to you and, and smile for you and hold your hand. And then I was like, oh my god, I'm about to tear up. I, I did, when, I did, bro. I but but what got me even more was when she was like, I want to be like you. She was like, you everything you did today was nice. She was like, you took me to my meeting you did this you did this you did this and she's like i want to be like you and he's like your dad would kill over if you were like me but you're gonna be even stronger than me you're gonna be even nicer than me i was like un fucking they fuck with me and they fuck with me unbelievable <laughs> show bro like that it, now you get it now you understand what i was saying last week i was saying last week i'm like this shit is some of the best shit i've watched in a very long time because and it just hit you it just hit you from from episode one, you love the characters. I said that last week. From episode one, you absolutely love these endearing fucking people, and you barely yeah. even know them. That's why when I look at something like Call of the Night, that draw shit ain't, it ain't, it can't, you can't, that can't carry a show for the entire time. Like I'm, I'm in episode four, and I don't give a fuck about none of nobody. I don't care about nobody. I don't. I do not. But in right. episode one, of uh, guys, babysitter, whatever, Yakuza's babysitter guy, whatever, it's fucking fire. It's so fire, and then when you get to, I can't wait till you watch episode three because it gets even better. Uh, we gonna watch it tomorrow, Monique and I. I can't wait actually. And you know what's funny is that when Polo put that on his his top three for the season, I, I was completely like, I can see that because those first that first episode, I was like, oh nah, this is this is good. Just from the first episode, I ain't really need to see much more to know it was good. <laughs> right. But episode two, I was like, oh. <laughs> you, if you were watching the video, you can see my face. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, that's good. <laughs> they really writing. They writing, writing. <laughs> exactly, man. And it, it, again, as I said this last week, to have a character to be put in this, to be thrusted in a situation to where he has to babysit this girl, but it not be a, a bumbling, clumsy type of character who couldn't handle, you know, a child or whatever. Because that's what I expected it to be the moment he was introduced to the situation. He's the demon of the of of this Yakuza family, yet he gets tasked with watching a little lady, and him watching her is him just fucking just being himself still, but naturally teaching this young girl basically how to live. It's and, so good. It's so good. And and just to to bring a little life experience into it, to me it made sense that he was gonna be good at this role. And the only reason I say that is because like uh, I grew up with my uncle Rick, right. Uncle Rick, big, 6'3", 6'4". He used to be damn near 280 pounds of just, like, muscle when he was just uh, firefighting. Wait, wait, wait. A funny fact is my mom and him almost dated. You <laughs> 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 come out from my uncle. <laughs> he married He married now, but that man is something else. All right. I love him. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. But I grew up with Uncle Rick, right? And 
Uncle Rick, he got four, four sons, but he always really had more than four sons. And, and I say that because, like, I played for his football team in East Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Was it the Young Lions or some shit? No, it was EC Chiefs. East, okay. And we all... Euclid, I think. Yeah, like, no, Maple Heights Lions. Was, it wasn't Maple Heights Lions. Maple Heights Lions, okay, okay. Um, but EC, they had the Chiefs. And I remember, like, the whole starting lineup and his four sons, we all spent the night at his house in East Cleveland. And we just had a good time. Like, you would think that this dude, he's a fire chief, or he was a firefighter at the time, carrying 300, he, he broke his pinky, carrying a 300 pound woman out of a burning building, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, that's my uncle. But you would think like this big, strong, you know, man who kind of is intimidating. He's your football coach and he is tough. He took us to like the police station and had us all sit in cells and like, this is why we, this is why we do the right thing, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, this is a, and, and he was inspiring for me. But then you, you like see how he can actually be like nurturing and cool and, and help actually elevate and raise you. I was like, that's what I kind of got from watching Yakuza, Yakuza's guy at the baby sounds like this man. Yeah, he's tough and the difference is my uncle ain't a criminal, at least not anymore, <laughs> um, as far as I know. But oh, he, the, the, what I'm trying to get to it right is the tough part. <laughs> is that, you know, you would, you look at these men who are represented as tough, but they actually have that side where they can be nurturing. And, and, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I really vibe with that. It, it, I, I'm, He's fired. If, if I watched all four episodes, it probably would have been in my, my top three as well. Well, like I said, three. The fourth one is kind of a stupid what if situation type episode they read what it is is what episode four was it was a they did this whole first episode again basically and mm-hmm. up until where the yakuza boss like i'm gonna give you some like, you have to do this you're gonna have to become a streamer with the blonde hair dude and it's oh, like where? A, yeah it's like a whole but it, wasn't, it wasn't funny i didn't watch it for real i just kind of <laughs> skimmed through it to make sure it was nothing new and it's, it's like i came i came for goodness i ain't come nah, for this yeah shit. take me back to the serious shit what's funny <laughs> is like and did what i say last week make sense it was serious yet still light-hearted because mm-hmm. I, I i had i was i was wrestling with that while i was editing i'm like did that really make sense because it was but it more, does make sense. yeah yeah I, I did i was thinking about the that to myself i'm like did that make sense but then when you when you watch it it definitely does Cause I was like, because it's it's meant to it's like I said what I got from it is like when he's just talking a little to the little lady and he was just having a moments it felt like like it was just cool like mm-hmm. we just breathing almost felt like um spy family kind of esque mm-hmm. where you was like this is relieving stress relief I'm cool I ain't got to worry about nothing and then they get into the sentimental stuff and you're like damn yeah. Nah, they actually they actually trying to tell us something here. Yeah. So yeah, I think it, it you you're right though. It's serious but lighthearted. Yeah. Great, great show, man. TCBNYC, you ain't you ain't let us down yet. Uh, he's also, he's also watching the uh was it LaCroix Recoil? Oh yeah, yeah. The uh the LaCroix Recoil. LaCroix Recoil, yeah. I yeah, so again, it's something about me, my look, my general tastes. I don't like I know it's not the case here but I don't like magical girl-esque stuff that turns me off completely for some reason that mecca are the two that I just will never stay like I would never go near you know what I'm saying like I can't I can't do like you know uh what's that other one was it Madoka Magica or some shit yeah 
I can't do shit but, like but Delta that. Magic actually has a really good story. I ain't gonna lie I, to you. I believe it. I believe it. It's just something about the magical girl aspect of it. Yeah, the way it's presented. Yeah. I can't. And I can't fuck with it. Simple Gear. Simple Gear. Magic girl. Was, I but I think I think I think Simple Gear has some of the best sound. I'm, I believe it, <laughs> and it looks so good. It looks so fucking good. Wait, is, is that wit? What's in focus? I, I, I let me let's look it up. Yeah, look I remember up I was looking at the sound design. I was like, man, they got some good music in here. Like every every sound was different, and the animation goes stupid. Um, yeah, I, I tried that too. It's, it's just something about it. Like every time I'm looking at Ruby, I'm like, do I just want to turn this on? And I know that's not a magical girl, but every it just it's magical girl esque, and I just don't want to fucking I don't want to do it. Studio No Studio Satellite Studio Oh okay Okay Studio Encouraged Films And Studio Pastoral So yeah No big studios That we Interesting Very pretty show though Very very pretty show Um A1 Studios did uh, Engage Kiss And that most recent episode Went stupid It went Mm. so stupid It went so fucking crazy With the animation Um But yeah I digress Good shit man uh, let's get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. It's part of the podcast where one of us rolls a random number generator. The other reads a question associated with that number. This week, I think I'm reading a question. So you wrote a random number. All right. 15 questions in the list. My bad, y'all. I promise I'm a professional. <laughs> When I typed in random number generator, it went to uh, Yahoo, and I was like, "Don't do that." Yahoo. That's what I say. I don't even use Yahoo ever for anything. Damn, we only got fifteen questions in here. It's crazy. I know we almost done. All right, we got four. Have you ever been to Japan? No. Mm, I, my wife made an imaginary Japan Japan trip for me. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 made she bought all like Japanese like like cookware. Mm-hmm. She bought Japanese like silverware or not the silverware. She bought like the the I know what the fuck I'm talking. About. Chopsticks. She bought plates and bowls and all that stuff. And she made me homemade Japanese food. Got me like this little African Japanese kimono. She dressed up in all Japanese stuff, had little origami birds and shit hanging from the ceiling, Japanese lights. Nah, I ain't never been to Japan, though. <laughs> all right. When we come back, we're going to spoil Overlord 4, episode 4. Um, Fucking summertime rendering, episode 16, bro. Unbelievable. And Rent a Girlfriend, episode 5. We'll be right back after these.
and welcome back to episode 163 of my check waifu waifu make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel go to youtube.com slash my check waifu waifu or youtube.mycheckwifewaifu.com something like that and uh, subscribe to the youtube there we'll appreciate you for joining us there uh yeah we were going to spoil summertime rendering episode 16 it's almost done bro we still got quite a few episodes but it's almost done I don't want it to be done because this episode, episodes. This, this episode was good, bro. Very good. And Very good. obviously, we we say this every every week. We say every episode was good. That's why we stopped giving it episode of the week at this point. At this <laughs> point, we got you. Ain't gonna beat nobody else getting episode of the week. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man, this is when when you say it's almost over, it kind of it made me a little salty. And then I look at this episode, and I'm like. All the shit they dropped on us last week to give us this this calmer episode, but still like um, into the, the heat of it. You know, mm-hmm. we get uh, we get the 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 Ushio mm-hmm. Mio uh, shadow reincarnation like look at each other going on. I'm like, man, we found out that the shadows. If they copy a person, we already knew that they eventually turn back to if turn back to mud or whatever. If the original one doesn't get completely copied mm-hmm. or deleted, but we got an actual timeline for it now, seven days. And I was, it made me think like <clears throat> the original Ushio, is it Ushio? The original Ushio was, yeah, the original Ushio was never fully deleted. Because they said that her body was in the basement or in the morgue at the hospital, and she was the only body there because they replaced it, right? Right. The original Ushio was never deleted. Yeah. Now, that also means that our Ushio should only have seven days to survive, but she's had to be around for more than seven days at this point, right? No. Because they did the first time. She's only dead for a day, technically. I mean, so I'm, are we? Does the reverse in time count as okay? Correct. Because if that's the case, then yeah. But I was gonna say, like, if she's been around, like, if they didn't include these time skips, she's definitely been around for more than seven days. Yeah, for her, it's been like eight, nine, or something like that. Because how many yeah. times we had to revert time? That's what's so great about the show, man. It, it follows its own logic extremely well, but it still have you asking these questions that are really good questions. Like the question you just asked is a fucking fantastic question. Shouldn't Ushio be deleted? Well, technically, yeah, but no. Because, because she's gone back through time. No time has passed, essentially. It's only been a day. So it's like. Well, that's not true. Time has passed. Time keeps going forward, remember? Yeah, but it's only been a day still. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm saying, you know, it's going forward. It ain't mm-hmm. been that much time, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so. And he went. He went forward a full day finally, and it's just so fucking good. It's so good to again her share her memories with with the father and him finally coming to the realization like this shit is I fucked up big time. And that Heim basically played him. Yeah, the whole time, which we yeah, obviously yeah. knew. And that that was actually kind of crazy to me, right? Like he he gets to he he goes and tries to kill his own daughter, yeah. and the reason he didn't mind killing his own is like Hein is gonna copy her. Give me my daughter back. I won't even have to worry about it, right? And guess what it does? It proved what I said last week to be true. It's right? like, it's the same person. Regardless of if it's not well, the same person, it, 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 almost, it is the same person. But it made me, I'm going to tell you, this episode also 
it made me feel like even more confirmed than what I thought. And mm. I'm only saying that because of because of Mio. Um and how that Mio reacted, right? That Mio knows she's a shadow, right? She's a copy of a copy though. Right. Well, Wait, you said she a copy of a copy? Yeah, so she was born straight from mother. And then she copied Mio. It wasn't like a... It wasn't like... It wasn't like how Hein birthed her... Okay, this is... She's, she was born from an original copy of Mio, but that's the same thing, because, like, mm. they still copy from, like, like how Ushio was born, right? If she copy you right there, it's still... You're still... The original, like you still copying from the original. But what I'm what I'm trying to say, more or less, is that our our new Mio, she kind of spoke things that Mio would have never originally said. Yeah. So let me let me rephrase what I was saying. She wasn't yeah. she wasn't copied. Mio wasn't copied from Mio. Mio was born from Heine. That's why she was different. Remember, mm-hmm. she was born from Heine. Heine birthed basically this copy of Mio, which isn't original. That's why she's different. You know what I'm saying? If it was a, if it was a, if it was a, a scan of Mio, then that'd be the original. This one was just born from Heine, which makes it different, in a sense. Okay. Very confusing, but yeah. Very. But <laughs> what, I, what, what it makes me, what, what kind of makes me think is that like they they occupy the same space, but they don't occupy the same. I guess. Uh, Soul. That's kind of how we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. But regardless, regardless of that, right? There's still so much more to kind of look at and unpack in this episode. There's mm-hmm. always a ton of unpack. When we uh we get the mother and we get uh so good. She was so good. And the moments that she had was so good. Uh Ushio kind of erases the the Heine brainwashing. Yeah. yeah, the connection. And it was so dope when he kind of breaks down and the dad finds out that he can't be a shadow because he's already been copied once, right? He can't be a shadow. So what Hein told him the whole time is nullified. She, she, he thought that he was going to get to be with them. And that, that was never the case. Yep. Never. She never planned on taking him. And he comes to that realization and the mom, she has her moment to say like, thank you for saving me. Yep. And that's what, where I, I agree with you. Like that makes me feel like, that shadow is the real thing. That's the real genuine article. Once they but, erase that connection, is uh, once if once they get copied, after they get copied from the original, like they like uh, what's her name, Torko or something like that, <laughs> the daughter, the daughter Tokiko. of the doctor, yeah, Tokiko. When she she said when she got copied, I was okay with getting copied by the meal that was birthed from Heine because I wanted her to see all of my thoughts. You get all of that. You get all of that. Per, those personal details. Mio is a little bit different, special shadow because she came straight from mother and she wasn't a shadow that was birthed from another shadow. So she couldn't like just copy mm-hmm. somebody and then become that person. You know what I'm saying? That's what make her a little bit different. But whenever that copy is like, it's done, it's that person. It's just that person. Like the, her, their mother is their mother legitimately. But unfortunately when Heine dies, she's gone. And they oh, also gave so good. details like when you talk about that, that shadow can't birth another shadow. We got the Heine is the shadow, right? Mm-hmm. Hane's first shadow was Shide, which that whole 
that whole information spill. Mm-hmm. I love how they give us information. But her first shadow is Sheeta. She can birth multiple shadows, right? Yep. And the shadows that she birthed can birth one shadow. But those shadows, which are the grandchildren, cannot birth more shadows. They can only and copy. I like, yep. I like that. I, I like that a lot. But it also makes me think <clears throat> Shide, right? What made him, other than the fact that that's the first one she made, what made him so special? Like he's the guardian yeah. shadow. Yeah. Was I, it because she she was able to put put more energy into it? Yes. Is it because there's there he doesn't have to take his true form? Um, I, I think it's just because he's the first one. Yeah. And that's that's all we got, and that's all I believe that will be for that it's, particular it's, one. That's cool with me, honestly. It's, legit. it's cool with me. But I love it. I I love how they give us this information it's every single time. Absolutely bro. legit. It's it's so great. It's so great. What's the, I think the the best part of this entire episode for me personally though, and this is me personally, when when Shinpei was like being angry ain't gonna soft shit. Mm-hmm. Like I am the and the meal the 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 meal birth from mother was like Shinpei is the the one most frustrated out of everybody here. Like you don't understand what this man has been through. Like she gets it, and for him to his. That moment, that little quote unquote speech, I'm gonna call it a speech, but it was like it was just a, yeah. it was a statement that was just so powerful for the entirety of this season. It goes to show how good of a of a main character he is. One of the, one of the best of all time. But let's also talk about that development mm-hmm. because he came from being confused the first episode, right? To so. the second time doing a time skip, he's like, "All right, I gotta figure this out." To where he is now, those are huge steps. Huge steps. Unbelievable. Unbelievable character, man. One of the best I've seen in a very long time. But not. But that's the thing, though. He. It's not like he's the only good character in no, this no, show. No, no, not even close. And I'm, not, I'm not saying that's what you're saying. Hmm. I'm saying but he's not even the only good character in the show. Like I even love Hein, and I love how how even Shide addresses things, and I love Ushio and Mio, like how they look at the entire thing and. The the twins, uh Hizuru and and uh Ryanosuke. I love like all these characters. They all have their places in this show and it's crazy Absolutely. like to have so many unique characters and they all mean something to like the progression. Yep. Unlike Classroom of the Elite. <laughs> don't don't be don't be bashing on Classroom of the Elite. Oh, I'm Classroom definitely not. You know I'm not. Elite. But I'm just saying it's again, it's it puts a lot of shit into perspective, man. I what I do, and and this is a complete downfall on my part. What I do is I take shows that I've watched that have shit that I know is entirely possible. When other shows don't have that, I get frustrated, and I and I hold it against the other shows, which I shouldn't. I should go into different shows with a fresh outtake, but I can't. It's like, unfortunately, it's not. It's it's our job. It's like what we do, you know? Yeah, it's like eating an A5 Wagyu and then getting a steak. Or it's like mm-hmm. having having uh, some, let's say, Pioneer Elite uh, speakers and then you get computer I don't speakers. Know, like I say, yeah, computer speakers or Vizio or, or some shit like that. Yeah, it's, it's exactly that. It just feel, it don't, it just don't feel the same. And that's why I think 
you know, other shows have to suffer, but I'm always keep it real with how I feel, you know, bar. But uh, let's uh, let's just slide on over to what are the oh. greats this season? Oh shit, <laughs> to Overlord. <laughs> let's slide on over, Lord Four. Um, let's go. Fuck, dude. This uh, what's funny, and this is the co- the comedic aspects of um. Of overlook, I was talking to I forgot who I was talking. To. I think I was just talking to the stream about this. But what makes the comedic aspects of Overlord so good is Eyes himself, right? Eyes is this menacing fucking demon, the Overlord of the underworld. He's fucking fantastic as a, just this fucking just uh, might check white food food demon. I'm gonna just use that. But what made this episode so fucking good, dude? What made it so fucking good is the way. Everything played out with the Emperor. Jerkneef was fucking blown back. Like, yo, this man is just way too smart for me. I I can't do shit with him. Blah, blah, blah. He was saying all this crazy shit. Like, I'm fucked. I'm, I'm basically fucked. Hey, make us a vassal. And the reason he made him ask him to be a vassal is because he had no idea. Eyes was just there for a completely different reason. We were completely wrong with our Pandora take, but that's perfectly okay because this take was even better. (laughs) Like, I like the fact that it was actually him. And the reason for him being there was a legitimately good reason to get the the attention of the adventurers of other other, uh, countries to then lure him, lure them back to... Uh, the Sorcerer Kingdom so he can then develop an actual adventurer's guild that will do the adventure and do the exploring which then will help him find maybe other people and fucking and uh, Idrisil. It there was a part of Idrisil yeah so it's like it's genius while accidentally creating this entire fucking realm with Jerkneef believe that he's just being watched by Ainz and he can't do shit with Ainz which we all know he can't or with the Temple of Nazareth, period. Like, you can't do nothing with any of them motherfuckers there. So you're making the right move, but you're making the right move for the wrong reasons, and that's what makes the comedy of Overlord so fucking good. Because it was, I was dying laughing when he was, <laughs> when he I was com- tripping out. I was completely forgot the fact that, you know, he's a skeleton, right? And he has, like, built-in death touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot I done forgot about the fight. The fight was the most important part of that entire episode. I'm sure. But it, it wouldn't even like it wouldn't it's not it's not the necessarily the most important part. Like what well, you true. said to me is the most important part. But it was like how the fight played out was so cool too, right? Fucking because cool. he he really went to this as like an honorable fighter. Mm-hmm. Asked him like, you know, from his experience, he's like, you're not gonna make fun of my name. And he's like, first of all, bro, I'm the warrior king. I know what strong looks like. I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna make fun of the strong. He was so fire too. What a great character he was. It was so good. It was so good. I'm just like, yo, he about to die. He about to die. And that he did. And then he asked, bro. He had the he had the goal to ask the warrior king, like, yo, do you have any like. I don't know secret moves that could possibly turn turn the tides of battle right here. Yeah, that's just hilarious. <laughs> like I don't have that. And you go and try and do it, and we realize, oh, we forgot. You're not even strong enough to even Touch to hit him. him. Yep. Yep. If anybody's under under level eighty, I think they can't touch him. He's immune to any damage. And like, and again, this goes back to when we did our our Overlord rewatch. I, I mentioned the his aura, his death aura is literally just you. Just when you feel it, it's a debuff on you. 
it's a fucking debuff just from him being around you if you're under a certain level so but unbelievable i i love the actual like how they represented this this warrior king character so much yes, right yes and what 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 made it they gave him character they gave him a lot of character but what, what i mean by like when, when i talk about the character is that he was horrified yeah. <clears throat> he was shaken for at least five seconds on screen like he knew what because he, he didn't have a choice he he was like i gotta drop my armor he was like i gotta do something and he it's not, not like he ever gave up he had that pride i love how they how they do some of the characters in this show they really give these characters like a heart some of these things because there was no reason for them to really give us that much development in this character and yes i imagine we're going to see him again because he brought him back and we realized that he probably becomes he's i mean the, that character is literally on the cover art for the show right now for this season mm-hmm. but it's like they didn't have to give that character that much heart as like an actual character for the show and they did now i i, I think it was well deserved and it made that like not even the fight but his reactions within the fight made the episode like good it was just real good great episode great episode i what's funny is that the entire time i was talking about the jerk knee part i forgot the fight even happened man and the fight was so great it was so great dude it was so good man and what i loved about it i loved the way they're doing the storytelling the the storytelling seems like how the manga how the manga was structured which Mm. was out of order completely told out of order but telling it out of order made the most sense for this particular moment because again we didn't know if that was the real eyes coming to the field or not because we were we were with jerk and him when the slain theocracy it's so fucking good like understanding that with him joining to trying to become a vassal of that that will put the slain theocracy against the empire which means that the the kingdom which is the one where uh or Gazav was a part of the kingdom, the empire, and the slain theocracy. The empire becoming a vassal. You got the slain theocracy. They hate the kingdom. They always hated the kingdom. They was going to war with the kingdom. That's why uh, Gazav was in that situation he was in with eyes in the very first season. So they're not going to probably come together to try to fight the, the, the tomb of Nazareth. You, what are we going to do? What are you gonna? What is the slain theocracy gonna do? They're gonna try to summon this gut. They're gonna try to bring in the Godkin, which they fucking hate because they don't like false gods because they're all about the religion and and, and real gods and shit. But they're gonna have to kowtow to the Godkin and try to get them to fight Ains and 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 the Great Tomb of Nazareth, which right. is clearly gonna fail. But that's where this is leading to. But that's what makes this fucking show so special, man. <sighs> Right. Can we can we also talk about the big lie that Ines told in the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> when, when he was asking him, he was like, I want to fight the Warrior King. And he was like, well, is it true that you cast a spell that killed tens of thousand people instantly? He's like, yeah, but I, I got to wait 10 years to cast that spell again. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to worry about that. He's like, wouldn't you consider that a weakness? He's like, I have other spells. <laughs> <laughs> but like, first of all. Like, uh, like he's the only chrono fucking, he's the only one of three chrono widgets in Idrisil. Like he can't right. control time himself. But also, why he tell that lie? Like it's going to really take him 10 years to cast that spell again. That's that <laughs> I know. I know. At least <laughs> I think demon. he can. Maybe, maybe he was right. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't he, know he any didn't knowledge. Say that when he cast the spell, he said the only only thing he said was a perfect time to cast the spell when he casted it because he has so many people to sacrifice. Mm. He normally doesn't have 
that many people to sacrifice. I see what you're saying. The the kill itself. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the kills were were just part of the spell to summon the baby goats. Yeah, they wasn't even thinking about. Uh, that's true. Maybe he can't summon the baby goats, but maybe he can sacrifice people. That's interesting. That's crazy. That's crazy. Great show. Great, great, great anime for sure. Oh man, I think we got. I think we got um, probably one of the best uh, Rent and Girlfriend episodes this season so far. Yes. Now, um, I, I just want to say this. I was watching this episode and I thought about you, bro. Why you say that? Because I feel like you said something about like you didn't want all these extra girls in the show anymore. Yeah, well. That you Ru- felt Ru- like they, they just didn't have a place anymore. Yeah, Ru- Ru- what's her name? The, the R Ruka. one. Ruka. Ruka one specifically, which I still feel that way about her. But this episode to me, I was like, man, these girls in this show, we don't deserve them. Yeah. I mean, I I mean character don't deserve them. <laughs> he definitely don't deserve them. He don't deserve but, uh, Ruka. He doesn't deserve. He don't, yeah, he don't deserve it. He None did, of them. None not near, not. Mommy can go though. She can go. He can, well, he can, he can roll with mommy time. Nah, I'm cool. Get her the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't want her to be with nobody. Nah, but, so basically, we start off this episode with a little bit of recap of what happened previously. <laughs> he just had a night with Ruka Chan and, um, Ruka was trying to get intimate and he was just trying to chill because he ain't had a he he was trying to trying to keep himself together. Uh Ruka leaves and she makes a scene a little bit saying we had a great night and I can't believe it was so good. Blah blah blah. You know, me off. I hated that. That's such that's such a hard. But you know, that's her boyfriend, so she can do that. Um (laughs) the fact that the fact that she is his, her, his girlfriend pisses me off because why would he put himself in that situation in the first place? You know what I'm saying? That's like the same reason he in the situation he in 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 the first no, place. No, he don't have no boss. That's true. Okay, all right. Well, touche, touche. <laughs> what do you expect from this kind of character? <laughs> you right. You you, you preaching because that, that's a fact when you put it like that. But like him going on a date with Asumi is uh was pretty good. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely adorable. I, I love how the uh, characters around, like the, the you know, side characters around us, like, oh, she's so cute. Is that her boyfriend? Blah, blah, blah. And they be just talking shit. He uh, dogging him. He <laughs> dogging him. him. <laughs> like, he's trash. But she, Sumi, so the great thing about Sumi is that she comes off, obviously, as super shy because she is super shy. Um, but she... She clearly obviously has interest in um, Kazuya, right? Yeah. But he's not going to see it because he's blinded. But she just, the way she did everything, you know, she's tapping him. And our last moments with her, even to me, I was just like, man, I love her character with as few words as she says. I agree. I love her character. And it was like... I didn't want more screen time for her. I feel like if they had given her more screen time, it wouldn't have been as impactful or as good. Mm-hmm. But the amount of screen time they gave her, the 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 moments they gave her, and when everything she did just felt way more impactful with the amount of time they gave her. Right. Couldn't agree more. I man, I just this situation is 
for one, the way Kazuya handled the birthday thing with with Chizuru was kind of perfect, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that part I liked a lot. The fact that uh, the fact that she took him, the fact that she cares enough about him and his interests made her so much more likable to me. And again, she wasn't like she wasn't likable before, but it's just the fact that she just cares. Even though she likes him, uh, I don't know. Trying to act like she don't like him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I, don't, I, I do love these 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 cast of characters. I just, Kazuya just pisses me off sometimes with his his overreactions. You know, yeah. I think I think he's matter of fact. I'm gonna say it. I think he's the um, he's the down the down point of the show. Yeah, for easily. sure. <laughs> I, I think I thought we agreed on that. After the first season, yeah, 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 I, true. Because Monami, as 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 pissed as I get from Mommy, I think she's a great character. Like she's, she's she, she serves her purpose. Yes, she's the girl you you are supposed to hate, and I fucking hate her. Do I get it? Yeah, I get it. She's the she's I I know those types. I very much know those types of those types of people for sure. Um, one. so like i get it but you know whatever whatever rent a girlfriend's Um, good though yeah um do you think and i'm just asking this question i'm throwing this out there do you think by the end of this season we will get a much more noticeable i like you from kazuya and chizuru that's a great question one of them and i would love if mizuhara actually came out and was like look I'm tired of playing these fucking games, bro. Stop renting me. I want to go on an actual date. Dude, it seems like she's much, much more open, right? About, feel, like, you can feel her emotions. The fact mm-hmm. that he doesn't see it, it pisses me off, by the way, but. He's stupid. You can see her jealousy. His balls recessed into his gut. <laughs> <laughs> you can straight up see her jealousy. You can straight up feel how she feels when he expresses himself to her. Mm-hmm. When he brought up Ruka Chan, yeah, he, he immediately he should have known. Mm, that bothered you, dude. You, yo. I, is she above being bothered? No, nah, she's bothered, bro. Don't let it be us. Don't let it be me. I'm dude. telling you, <laughs> it'd be so different. Oh, oh, why, you upset? Why, why don't you? Why don't you talk to me about that? Why? Why are you upset about that? What's wrong? Did you tell me to date her? Yeah. yeah, answer, so, answer your questions real quick, Shorty. Yeah, let me talk to you. <laughs> you know, let's figure this out. We can work through this. Hey, come you here. Next door, we can talk whenever. Come here. So you, so you feel like what she said was true? Because if what she said was true, I would just tell you straight up. Like, yeah, me right. and Ruka did a thing, but guess what? You told me to date her. But no, I did. I did. I didn't say that because that's not what happened. What ha- happened was, and it's just he he did tell her the truth though. He did do a good job with telling her the truth. That that's good. What had happened was I was waiting for you to come up real. And Ruka was like, hey, I'm coming to cook dinner for my boyfriend. I was like, whatever. Whatever. You going to sleep over there on the bed. I'm going to sleep on the floor. In the kitchen. And I'm going to wait for my baby Mizuhara to pull up. (laughs) 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 Yo, we would have handled it different, man. We would have been different. Yo, I I do think, though, what if Mommy Chan had put... Because Ruka would have been like, that's my boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. And then what? And then mommy would have been like, "But are you like a rental?" 
And no, no, I'm not. That's my that's my boyfriend. That that's my man's right there. She, she, now that made the that made the season better. Mommy would have been like, uh, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> now nah, I got now nah, I got to show up there. She would have popped off. She would have actually showed out. Yo, that's crazy. I like that idea, dude. Damn, why didn't they do that? That's crazy. They ain't want to have it dramatic. They ain't want no my team romantic comedies. Oh my god, dude, that's so good. I want. I, I need to do a rewatch of that soon. Such a good fucking show. We Such a good show. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up, man. All right, we just talked. Finished talking about the girlfriend season two. Let us know how you think. Uh, final season or not final season. The second season ends up wrapping up. Overlord season four. Man, heat. Great episode. Uh, summertime rendering. Y'all already know what it is. Episode of the week every week. So we ain't give it episode of the week because can't keep doing it. Uh, when we got done, my check white for food. Asked, have you ever been to Japan? Are you listening from Japan? Let us know. Um, we also talk about Yakuza's Guide to Babies and I finally started watching it it's real good I'm gonna watch it with my wife and come back next week and talk about it it's too good to not talk about we also gave our top three of the season our bottom three of the season as well as we watched Black Summer and we compared it a little bit to Herman and Labyrinth um, which is my guaranteed drop of the season unless Polo tell me otherwise um, episode of the weeks were Engage Kiss Polo really enjoyed the episode mine was Classroom of the Elite you know they had to get one eventually um, also don't forget to check out my boy Polo. He's Polo Born Fly on Twitch streaming. Um, show him some love. Subscribe, follow, you know, all the good stuff. And that's been episode 163 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on TikTok and Instagram. And as always, Mike, Mike Check. check, 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 check. Mike Check, Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?